Welcome to the 13th episode of The Virtual Estate, hosted by Xavier and Yanni. Today we have Jim from Avastars. How are you today, Jim? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Would you like to tell us a little bit about Avastars? Sure. So Avastars is the first completely on the blockchain, on-chain, non-fungible token. Uh, And what I mean by on-chain is that the art and the metadata for each token um, lives on the smart contract. And uh, that's a significant development in NFTs because up to this point, uh, pretty much all of that information is being hosted by the companies that create the tokens, meaning if those companies go away, like it's very likely that the information associated with those tokens will disappear as well. Okay, very interesting. And, um, and how, sorry, go ahead, Johnny. And what, like, can you elaborate a bit about the, yeah, because you called it art and and for me, in in my head, like what kind of file format you choose for? I mean, there is the uh, the, the the graphic creation. There is a deployment of these graphics to the blockchain. And there is the import on the different uh, virtual world. So, so on the first part, which um, file format it's turned into, or which kind of um, like you you also build a creation platform, right? Like. Um, Sure, sure. So, so basically, Avastars, the first version of Avastars that we have um, is, is SVG uh, images. So they're vector images. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that we're able to store them on chain is we actually have Avastars are like characters. They're like an avatar. And they're, they're humans, they're male or they're female, and they have 12 different traits associated with them like their hair color and their eye color and their mouth type and their hairstyle and things like that um each one of those traits uh there's like 650 traits and each one is stored uh ahead of time on the smart contract so we'll store the individual trait svg on the contract and then what happens is when someone like mints an avastar it gets uh that trait uh, that trait metadata is stored on the token itself. And then our smart contracts can go in and read that the, those 12 traits off of the metadata. And it can then assemble the SVG uh, images uh, through a read call on the smart contract. So you can kind of serve up the SVG code on demand directly from the blockchain. Um so for this first version, um, any any experience that wants to use Avastars inside of their virtual world would basically need to take this 2D image and superimpose it on top of something uh, relatively flat in order for there just to be easy to move over. I think that for this first version, the main use cases for interoperability would be to use it as your profile picture. So your profile picture on OpenSea or any of the other dApps uh, would be able to use, you'd be able to use an Avastar as your profile picture there. The, in the long run, what we want to do is be able to have 3D fully articulated avastars that work across multiple virtual worlds that can literally be your identity uh, in the metaverse. Uh, there's several big steps between where we are today and where we want to go. Uh, I, when I like when I think about kind of like that destination for being able to have your 3D avatar in a virtual world 
and it also being a form of identity. That's like a three to five year plan that we're working on. In, in, in a very high level, like what do you think, let's say the main barriers or the, or the pieces in the industry that needs to be built in order for it to be possible? Well, first and foremost, uh, we need to be able to store for the, for my, so I really strongly believe in this on-chain uh, movement and putting the information on the blockchain. Uh, so including images and media files. Today, blockchains aren't really built to serve larger files. Um, and we've really had to hack pretty hard in order to make the SVG stuff work well, uh, the way that we built it. Uh, was time intensive and resource intensive. Uh, so we really need to be able to store larger files on blockchains. Um, it may or may not be Ethereum, but we just need to be able to store larger files on blockchains for starters. Uh, somebody needs to build an identity uh, layer to NFTs um, to what, basically say like mean? this. Sorry? What do you mean an identity layer for NFTs? Like this is a like mix and match in, in my head. Like how you, how, how you imagine? Sure. So the example I would give is that like uh, your, your real wallet in the real world, it holds cards, right? It holds like your driver's license or your passport or something like that, mm-hmm. right? So in my mind, like today uh, we use, we, a lot of times uh, we use our, our wallets as our identity on blockchain stuff, like our wallet is our identity. But I actually just think wallets are meant to hold identities and like an NFT actually kind of makes a nice movable identity. Uh, so we need to build, we, the industry, need to build um, a, a layer onto NFTs that allow you, the, you Yoni, to say, uh, I want to use this avastar as my identity when I go into these different virtual worlds. And then that's, that layer would be able to then keep track of like your reputation and and um, where you log in and everything else and build up kind of a, uh, an online identity for you around that specific NFT. Interesting. So once you can do that, um, and once there's more storage available, like we can actually like store 3D models of Avastars on the blockchain, then we can put those pieces together. And it would just be a matter of making sure that um, our avatars were compatible with the different standards that evolve around avatars in these uh, different virtual worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, super interesting. Uh, Xavier, you have a question or uh, it's Xavier? No, no, yeah, no, not really. Not as much to try wrapping my head around it, to be honest with you. Yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. And 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 in terms of avastars, like uh, I I saw there is there is avastars already in the market, but the creation platform is not out there yet. So what are those avastars? Yeah, so we launched our our founder sale uh, in February, and. Uh, We've been working for the last two months to get the actual uh, DAP out there so that more people can can make Avastars. The ones that we have out there, the founders, were we created by hand. We selected the traits and built them. Um, what's coming out as soon as this weekend, but probably next week, uh, is what you'll do is you'll go to our web, website, avastars.io, and you'll basically scroll through a list or through a, 
a variety of avastars. They're randomly generated as you scroll through them. Every person sees different ones that they scroll through. And if you see one you like, then you have an opportunity to, to mint that avastar and make it an NFT. Um, and the price is going to be based off of how rare the traits that are on that avastar are. So we have five different tiers of, uh, of rarity going from common to legendary. And if you have a, uh, if, if you find one that's common, then you'll pay 0.07 ETH. If you find like the rarest one and you want to make that one, it would cost like 1.2 ETH. And then there's a range in between there. So the, you can find a really amazing common one too. Like just because it's common doesn't mean it's like bad or even that it's not rare. It's like this really complex uh, system that we built for scarcity. Um, but we'll have up to 25,000 uh, avastars with, uh, that can be created by individuals when that launches next week. It's, it's, it's amazing that you did non-greedy um, you know launch of, of like 25,000 it's 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 enough it's it, I mean, it's enough to let enough people to get in it's not it's not like a hundred and then it's and then it's very similar to our existing economy when there is a little a small amount of people controlling everything and then there is not opportunity to someone to discover it one day later you know so so it's a very mature and very long-term view, in my opinion, to do it um, twenty-five thousand because it's uh, it shows that that you are giving opportunity uh, for people that comes afterwards. So it's uh, yeah. And we, thanks, and we actually we kept the price the same. Uh, we priced these at point starting at zero point zero seven before you know the market crashed recently. So we're not going to make as much money off of this first generation of Avastars, but it felt appropriate to keep the price point nice and low and to allow more people to come in and enjoy this experience. And then the other part I want to point out is that once we've created these 25,000, um, there's something called replicants and you'll be able to actually uh, make your own Avastar uh, based on the traits that you collected uh, during the first phase where you were cr- finding and creating them. So you'll be able to take, if you had two Avastars that you found during this discovery phase that we're launching, you could take the traits from each of those and mix them together and create a brand new replicant. You can only use each trait one time, so there'll only ever be able to be an additional 25,000 replicants. So there'll be 25,000 Gen 1 uh, primes are the ones that you find. And then there'll be up to 25,000 replicants as well. Interesting. And, 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 how, and how you imagine like five years from now, the, the, ava- the avatar identity versus, um, versus the real identity? Like, because I see a lot of companies, you know, are doing virtual humans and they are basically uh, scanning your face your real face and then creating like an avatar. Um, I don't know if it's, if, if that's for the purpose of VR, but they are doing it in general. I don't know for which purpose, what's their use cases, but um, there are like three or four companies like that. And then you are, you are doing like completely imaginary figure. Like what do you think would be mo- more popular? Like people will hold the real identity like Facebook or, or or not real identity, like maybe, uh, you know. Um, I could be completely wrong about this, but I feel like 
as more people become savvy with the idea of an alternate identity online, uh, I think more people will opt for uh, something that doesn't necessarily look exactly like them or look similar to them, um, just to obfuscate their their real life identity. Uh, I think that, like, I so I believe actually that NFTs themselves, like the NFT identity layer, I think it could apply to our driver's license and our passport and all forms of identity in the real world and in the virtual world. Uh, but I don't think that people will take their same identity into the virtual world that they use in the real world. So, you know, I go by Jim here. I pretty much do use my same identity across properties, but I may in the future decide that it's like to my advantage to instead just have an avatar identity that is not necessarily tied to my name. doesn't have to look anything like me. It doesn't even have to be a human. It can just, I think people want cool looking stuff. And like, we see like we're in a culture where like, plastic surgery and a lot of makeup and you get implants and things like that. So I believe that people will gravitate towards making an avatar that they really want to look like and not necessarily that looks like they do in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And, and, and I tend to agree with that. Like, uh, like Jin, you know, but Jin is an extreme case because he's also using Jin in the, in the real world. Um, yep. So yeah, it's 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 a very interesting, and then uh, a little bit uh, off topic, but not not necessarily off topic um, about the NFT in general. So you are working on another couple projects, and seems like you are excited on all of the. You know, I see right now the NFT like like it was the uh, in the crypto space very early on, where you could take over, so to speak, uh, uh, on on. On part of the value chain and right now there is you know the creation platforms the minting platforms the exchanges and right now it's pretty pretty much up for grabs so what do you uh, focus on besides uh, avastars and do you think it will serve each other the other things of whatever you do yeah I actually really agree with you we're, we're really early in a very niche industry right now but I think like it's a very there's a broad opportunity here to have an impact on uh, many industries and many things I briefly just mentioned like nft based identity um, I think that nfts can be broadly applied to a lot of uh, real life and digital assets we have so really nft 42 like the parent company that that I own um, we're just aiming to be experts at NFTs in general. So Avastars is our flagship NFT brand. Uh, we're showing that we have the ability to go out and create an excellent NFT um, and that we're innovating um, in the on-chain uh, movement and being able to put the metadata and art on-chain for a fairly uh, complex uh, NFT token. Uh, but we also are building an NFT minting platform in general as well for anybody to be able to use. So an uh, individual artist or a game developer, someone like that would be able to come and use our platform to deploy their own smart contract to put their own NFT tokens um, on chain. Uh, right now we're putting the metadata itself on chain and then we're using uh, IPFS, which is interplanetary file system. Uh, to store the media files for those NFTs in a distributed uh, manner. Uh, so we, we're doing that. And then we're also working on the community aspect of things. Uh, we have something called Token Smart 
that is a community. We have a, a Discord server and we do weekly meetups in uh, CryptoVoxels uh, and we do a podcast as well where we discuss basically NFTs and virtual worlds in the metaverse and things like that. So I just, I just think that like blockchain, like we basically were building the next internet, right? When I talk about uh, mm-hmm. the, the metaverse, that's like basically the next internet where there's a lot of interoperability between uh, different assets and things. And that like websites we go to aren't just going to be these flat like documents, basically, like we will go to places like CryptoVoxels where you can follow a URL and you're in a virtual world hanging out with people and there's some some form of presence and things like that. So like everything we're doing right now with NFTs is working towards building out the interoperability and and the ability for people to have like scarcity and ownership of digital assets in the metaverse. NFTs is kind of the layer that handles all that. And then cryptocurrency is a really great like way to like pay for all these different things as well um, because it's, it's all secured by the blockchain and you can track ownership of the currency as well. So like the blockchain itself and the currency and the nfts on top of it is really what's enabling us to take these next steps towards building this this interoperable metaverse mm-hmm. yeah yeah v- yeah very interesting um, and in general what do you think the use cases that within nfts because there is a lot right there is a, a obviously like I, I call it like uh, like asset classes right so so there is avatar uh, avatars is there is art there is real estate like what do you think will be most uh, and there is wearables and there is in-game stuff what do you think is it uh, will be more uh, substantial um stuff in the future versus versus less Well, I definitely think that we're yet to see like a major game studio use uh, the blockchain to secure the game assets that that are in these different games. Uh, I'm a fairly heavy gamer myself and uh, I play the game uh, D- Dota 2, for example, and I've spent thousands of dollars on skins and things yeah. in that game. Yeah. Uh, I would love it if those were like blockchain assets, they were NFTs that I could trade and sell. Uh, outside of the steam platform today you have to do it within the steam platform you're trusting that steam is going to keep track uh, or valve is going to keep track of those assets that you own in their own database and keep track when they transfer the sale I think that like gaming is really going to be huge once we move away from uh, using these assets that are controlled by the organization from start to finish until they go away to actually being assets that live on the blockchain and can survive beyond uh, the initial game or company that creates them. Uh, you know, they, it might not be my Dota 2 skin might not be useful anywhere but in Dota 2, but it would still be a cool thing for me to collect and be able to go back in 20 years and and look at it and remember that I had it. And who knows, maybe some other game like made it interoperable with their game like down the line as well. That's the really cool thing about like if if we take if we decentralize the ownership of these assets and put it on a uh, on a public blockchain, instead of being siloed inside of these game servers these these company servers then like it's really there's just a ton of stuff that we'll be able to do with these assets that we can't do today that's not even an option like I'm not even thinking of a great example because we just don't live in a world where that's possible today and, and that's one of the cool things about avastars is that you know 
we've built it so that they will be able to be used in a lot of different experiences down the road. We haven't built everything we need in order to have 3D avatars that act as your identity, but we're building towards that. And we want to work with the companies that are building virtual worlds and games and things like that to make them interoperable in those experiences. And do you think, like back to avatars, do you think, like, do you want to make it um, with a utility? Like people will be able to um, move, like, Right now, it's like, what's the the next steps right after the launch? Like, will it be with the with the body? Like, maybe only with the part of the virtual world? Will it be able to walk? Will it be or only a picture for now? Like, what's the next step? Like, near term? Uh, so the near term, we're gonna do uh, a couple more versions of these 2D portraits. Uh, with different artists. So we're working with some of the top artists in. Uh, the crypto art scene right now to help they're going to be designing their own version of avastars and so we have um, four more four more generations of avastars coming that will uh, be created and directed the art will be directed by these artists and they may choose to collaborate with other artists as well so we'll get different we'll get different avastars first and the And initially, what we're going to see is experiences like I explained earlier, where you don't necessarily have to have the full body of the avatar. You can just basically have like the profile picture, perhaps. Um, and you could stick some stick figure legs or something on it. But like, for example, if they were sitting in a car, like, do you really need to see their body or do you just need yeah. to still see their head? Yeah, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right now, you would just need to see their head if they yeah. would be a driver in a car, just yeah. to give one example. Um, if you're doing like... like a like a top down like city builder or something like that there's a, a game called block cities where you can like build your own cities with these buildings that you buy these nft buildings yeah. like you wouldn't you would probably just have your profile picture be the avatar um, instead of actually like seeing your avatar in that world but we absolutely want to build uh, the 3d avatars the next version of avatars that we do we will be full-bodied with clothing they'll be able to have musical instruments they'll be able to have pets you could have a crypto kitty as a pet for example uh, you'll be able to wear different clothes and things like that you'll be able to put on shoes and everything but that's probably at least a year from now that we'll do that next version of avastars mm-hmm. cool wonderful right, I think we're about done with time now Jim thank you for joining us. Amazing. And, You're welcome. Um, hopefully we can speak again and hear about what's happening in the future with you guys. Great. Thanks cool. for your time today, Thank guys. Thank you.